0: Hello and welcome to episode 146 of Film Night. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. My name's Joe. And in today's episode we're talking about Fantastic Mr Fox. How's everyone doing?
1: Yeah, good,
0: thank Shattered, you. To, to be honest. Not too bad, Richie. Shattered, wood? did you say? Yes, yeah. I've
2: had a bit of a griller today, and then um, at work, finished work at seven. Thought, right, get lasagna, last night's lasagna, get it heated up, nice plate of grub before we record. All of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, seems about to sit down, fire alarm goes off. Oh, um, yeah. For oh. unknown reason, there's no smoke, no smoke about fire, Is Keith Long. Say, but not, <laughs> uh, nothing wrong whatsoever I'd have been up, up and down those stairs three flights of stairs putting this code in and bloody resetting the system and oh Christ almighty so yeah I'm a bit, a bit shattered I bet neighbours are pissed off as well because we've been, it's, twi- it's gone off twice now for no apparent reason
0: All oh, right, um, right sorry about that if
2: you, fingers crossed I've sorted it now
0: because she got any there's no, there's no like I
2: said there's no diff- there's no um problems there's no incidents or anything it's really really bizarre
3: has her indoors got any clothes made out of polycrylic because you know what happens with that woof whole place will go <laughs> <laughs> what,
2: what the whole place will go woof, woof. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: obsessed uh,
2: no there's been no there's no uh, <laughs> no foul play or anything like that it's just a uh, just trade bizarre really so if it goes off again which i don't think it will um i'll just have to leave a call lads but
0: um, okay yeah that's, that's yeah, my worries. evening <laughs> alright well uh, sorry to mm. hear that I uh, hope uh, my other two colleagues have had a bit better bit of a better day yeah yeah, yeah
1: it's no been drama right. to
0: report <laughs> good
1: if only, if only there was drama to report that'd be nice but yeah, yeah. no I've watched a the film there we oh, go
0: is it this film or a different film
1: yeah yeah it's this film oh um, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay
3: then. Cool stuff.
1: Have, yeah,
3: no. have you had a haircut cool. since our last
1: recording? Because last time you wore a cap, didn't you? I did wear a cap. No, I I'm I'm I've I've not had a haircut. It's still as long, probably oh, longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just from um, the angle there
3: it looks like it might have been cut but
1: Oh no. Mm. It's the but the back's the worst. It's just all yeah. I'm going to need a ponytail soon, I was just about to say that, yeah. That's, we're, oh desperate, no. we're desperate for filler tonight, Pony aren't
0: we? Tail. Jesus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you though, does it not seem like two minutes since we were recording this last week with Vice? Yeah, it has so, gone quick.
0: Yeah, very quick turnaround. Well, I
1: felt like it's gone really quick.
0: Well, it's the first last time week. in a long time that it's only been a week between recording, I think, isn't it? hmm Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: it pretty, will be. pretty much. Pretty yeah.
0: much. Getting back on board with things. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Since the last two years.
0: Providing like, people with uh, some
3: much needed, lighthearted content. Yeah. Um, to take their mind off things.
0: Yes. Definitely. Uh, speaking of which, um, we were just having a discussion um, off air before about Letterboxd. Um And I, th- I think Jack would like us to continue the discussion while we're recording so that everyone can hear, because it's quite, quite an important topic.
3: Yes, um, I think it is. And I think it's an issue that a lot of film fans will um, relate to, because it's, yeah. it, it's, an, it's an awkward subject. So I'm just putting it out there before I raise it, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to it's, get people sweating.
0: It's controversial. Um, <laughs> it's controversial.
3: controversial. <laughs> I was going to say, so <laughs> Henry. <laughs> 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 yeah. Henry. Um, and it is something we've spoken about in the past, but never on air. So I thought, why not bring it up now? It's
0: something that just keeps coming back up. Jack keeps asking me uh, my opinion on this subject because he just doesn't know what to do. And I'll be honest, but, I don't. I don't like having to answer this either. I don't like thinking about it.
3: Yeah. Well, I keep bringing it up, Richie, because it keeps waking me up at night in cold sweats. Yeah. So, so my question is to you three and everyone listening, is. If you were to start a film, and um, by the way, this is regarding the app Letterboxd, and I'm sure most film fans would already know about this app. Um, or to be fair, any other, any other film app that, where you um, log films, it would, this problem would occur for that as well. So if you've started a film at, say, 11 p.m. and you finish the film at 1 a.m., which day would you log it as? Mm. now there are a couple of ways I like to look at this the first my first rule is and this is the one I tend to adopt I always tend to log the day that I finished it on. always um, yes however
0: right so it gets to 1201 you're logging it for the the next day
3: well that was my rule yes is when I whenever I finished it is the date I would use
0: mm, I don't know about that
3: well this is it this see this is why we need to talk about it yeah. Now my other my other thought with this is, and this obviously puts my theory to shame really, is like you've just said, if it's a two and a half hour film, you watch the first two hours on Friday, and you watch the last half hour on Saturday, it seems a bit odd to log it as the Saturday. So I'll I'll open this up to the floor, gentlemen. Please give me your opinions.
0: Okay. Has anyone got any other I, I, actual I, I, opinion?
1: I mean, I would personally go with the day that you started it. So mm. if, you, if, you, if you're doing it at 11 o'clock on a Friday night, then you finish it at 1 o'clock or whatever, half 12 on a Saturday morning, I'd go with mm-hmm. Friday night as that's when you watched it. Because that's when you, when you sat down and you thought, right, I'm going to sit down and watch this film. It was 11 o'clock on Friday night. Now, if you're going to do it in two halves and you're going to maybe watch like the first half from 10 till 12 and then the next half Saturday evening, I suppose i go to what Richie said before and you may work out how much you've watched each day and probably the majority of it. You, you, <laughs> you, you, allocate, you allocate to that day. But I, w- I generally go with the day you started it.
0: Right, so let me set a scene here for you, Joe. It's on. Friday night, 11 o'clock at night. You're thinking, yeah. oh, I could just get stuck into a film right now.
1: I'm normally not. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a hypothetical. I'm, I'm, normal, I'm, I'm normally tucked up tuttum- in bed at that time.
0: <laughs> it's a hypothetical, Joe. Let's just go with it. Okay, go. Uh, cool. So, eleven o'clock on a Friday night, you pop on Chris yeah. Bueller's Day Off, right? Uh, yeah. No you yeah. get.
1: I feel like I've got that film somewhere.
0: Yeah. Go on. Uh. So you get five minutes into it. You're laughing, you're loving, you're enjoying yourself. You you know, Ferris is is just about to kind of go out and get Cam to, is it called Cameron his friend? Get Cameron to skip school with him. Right. Uh, And then the phone rings. It's Jack on the phone. He says, all right, Joe, mate, um, I've had a bit of an accident. And I'm in golf. and I need to be taken to A and E, please. Can you help Jesus. me? Jesus, flipping that, right? Okay. So you say, oh, all right, Jack? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sort of in the middle of a film here. Is it? Is it really that serious? He says, "Joe, mate, my my shin bone is sticking out of my leg as we speak." Uh, <laughs> right. And uh, I, I, I'm afraid that if you don't come and help me, I will bleed out and die. Right. Uh, <laughs> So, so, I guess my first question would be, do you stop watching the film or do you carry on? And you on
1: <laughs> okay, I, I mean, first of all, I'd ask him what he's actually done to cause the injury.
0: Okay, and skeptical, skeptical. De-
1: <laughs> I mean, it de- no, but it depends on if he's been drinking, doesn't it? Ah. if you've been drinking, then you can't go out. So, that really depends on it. But no, yeah. I, no, of course, of course, if he's injured, then I I'd, could go and I'd help stop the film. You, stop yeah. the
0: film go on. Okay, so yeah. you've only watched five minutes now of Ferris Bueller's yeah. Day Off. You know, he's barely, even, he's barely even got out of bed. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, you, so you eventually come back uh, yep. after Jack, unfortunately, hasn't made it. Uh, oh God, right. And okay. let's, face, let's face it, it's gonna be the next day <laughs> by now, even if you start watching again. It's, yeah. It's way past midnight at this point.
1: What are you doing then? Oh, yes.
0: You're telling me you're gonna log out on the Friday?
1: <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not even gonna watch the film if Jack's passed away the night before. Oh. <laughs> You'll never watch
0: the film again?
1: Well, not. I, I will. Well, maybe not the day after. I think if something like that's happened. But no,
0: Sometimes, if you going only watch think, five minutes, think-
1: then I would, I, I'd, I'd go back on the Saturday and just start it from the beginning, if it's five minutes. Sometimes,
0: Joe, I think you and I are very different people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we, we may well be.
0: Well, that's interesting. I, I personally think that maybe it has to be taken on a case-by-case basis.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd, maybe one rule doesn't fit all. Um, Mr. Woodsford, you're very, very quiet over there. Is this because you have no interest, or is this because you're mulling it <laughs> over so hard? Well,
2: it's it's something that I can't. To be honest, I've not really thought about before. Um, I kind of like Peps I wouldn't really sit down to watch a two and a half hour film at eleven o'clock at night in the first. Place. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
3: to be fair, it's, I was watching it's something that, like.
2: 10 and it, it yeah yeah it's rare but if I was watching something yeah and it went over to midnight then I probably would just log it uh, the day that it, it, I finish it in so if it was right. Friday I'd finish it on the on the Saturday morning I'd put Saturday right that's um, what I
3: think you see so that's yeah. going against what Pep thinks it's
2: going against the boss but that's what I would tend to do yes um, oh, I get that without giving it that much thought me uneasy. Really,
0: because really yeah Right. It's not right. It's not right, is it? You haven't watched it on that day.
2: Yeah, but you've, you've finished it on that day, haven't you? Technically. Yeah. You've finished it on that day, even though it's in the early hours of that day. And often, and often with, lot,
3: often with a lot of films, the ending is often, you know, an extremely... Like, let's let's take like what you're um, going with this. Let's take Call Me By Your Name, for example. That incredible ending and that shot that it leaves you with throughout all the credits, that memory and that moment happened on the Saturday. But you're gonna look back in 20 years time and think, oh, I watched that film on the Friday. But you have that incredible experience of watching that ending that will stay with you forever on the Saturday. (laughs) But why does that matter?
0: You've set yourself up for failure here. Well, yeah, that doesn't really matter, but you've set yourself up for failure with this argument, because conversely, what if you decide to watch up? (laughs) and there quite clearly the best part of the film is at the very beginning then what are you going to do
3: yeah well this goes back to our one one size doesn't fit all I'm afraid
0: Um, I think really the the best I think really the answer is you've just you've got to be careful out there and you've got to just try your best to avoid this kind of scenario yeah
3: if you get yourself into this mess you've got to get yourself out of it yeah Um,
0: but yeah, it's just an interesting one, and um, maybe there's a case listening. for saying just don't log it at all. Doesn't count. Whoa, you you whoa, whoa. Well, well, maybe that's not true if it's if it's over the time. But say you started watching it and then stopped and then started the next day. Maybe then there's an argument for saying don't bother logging it.
1: Oh well, if it's me, if it's a 2020 film, I've got to log it. Because otherwise, I ain't getting my <laughs> I ain't, I ain't
0: my ten. So take what you can No.
1: Get. Yeah, he's got to get, got to get his cows up. <laughs> I've got to get that cow up there,
0: flipping X. Well, there you go, you see.
3: Just amongst us four, quite different opinions. So if anyone listening has, has something to say on this topic, we'd be very uh, interested to hear it. Nobody does. <laughs> yeah, they do.
0: Okay, um, well, I think we've wasted enough time on that. For <laughs> No, yeah. that, was, that, was, that was enlightening. Um, so I guess we'll just get into this week's review, shall we? yes that's sensible i think yes okay um this week we're talking about uh 2009 film fantastic mr fox here's a clip
1: see some hustle
3: coach we don't have whack bat where i'm from what are the rules there's no whack bat on the other side of the
0: river no we mostly just uh, run grass sprints or play acorns
3: well, it's real simple. Basically, there's three grabbers, three taggers, five twig runners, and the player at whack bat. Center tagger lights a pine cone, chucks it over the basket, and the whack batter tries to hit the cedar stick off the cross rock. Then the twig runners dash back and forth until the pine cone burns out and the umpire calls hot box. Finally, at the end, you count up however many score downs it adds up to and divide that by nine. Got it. Going for ash. Substitution.
0: Fantastic Mr. Fox is directed by Wes Anderson and it stars George Clooney, Meryl Streep, Jason Schwartzman, Bill Murray, Willem Dafoe, and Owen Wilson. The synopsis is, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, bored with his current life, plans a heist against the three local farmers. The farmers, tired of sharing their chickens with the sly fox, seek revenge against him and his family. What did you three think of Fantastic Mr. Fox?
1: Got me to go first?
0: If you want Pep, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, Not gonna lie, when I sat down to watch this film, I did think to myself, "Oh, why did I decide and say, yeah, let's watch this film? Because, cause just to add a bit of context, Richie and Henry have already seen this film. Yes. And there was a toss-up between this film and a film that I've got a DVD of somewhere. Yes. And I just sort of went with, yeah, no, we'll we'll do Fantastic Mr. Fox, let's go for it. And then I sat down and I thought, oh Joe, why did you say this one? Because the first five minutes I just thought to myself, am I gonna enjoy this? I started watching and I thought, is this gonna drag? Is it gonna be enjoyable for me? Am I gonna get bored? Because what I'm you, not the biggest Because I'm not the biggest fan of animation, really. Okay. Um it it it's hit and miss for me. I I I, I love some. Like I lost my body, I I thought was great, Um, but other animation I can just I can just do without. So the first five interesting. I didn't I didn't see Isle of Dogs, and that is on my watch list. I think it's on Now TV, or it used to be on Now TV. So that is one that I want to watch.
0: That's interesting. Um, Did you Did you know who this Who directed this
1: film? Yeah, the same guy that did Isle of Dogs. Okay, know his name.
0: Okay, so that's interesting (laughs) that you have that. That you want to watch, but you were kind of unsure on that. Uh,
1: yeah, I, th- I think maybe it's because it's f- maybe it's just some sort of psychological thing. Fantastic you Mr. Fox foxes. or Roll Dard? No, a Roll Dard Roll Dard book. And then you associate Roll Dahl with children. I don't know. I, who knows? But I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Okay. Um, it yeah. Uh, after the first sort of five minutes, I think you've got to get yourself into it. And I thought, okay, leave them to one side. Leave the thoughts to one side, just sit down and watch it. And I got I got really into it. Um it didn't drag. It it flew by actually. And yeah, I I loved it. Um yes. I thought George Clooney, Meryl Street were great. I thought George Clooney's sort of acting in it was fantastic. He's, he's he's voice acting. Um I was watching it thinking he's put a lot into because I think sometimes maybe with animations or with voice acting people may think that you can or actors may think that you can just sort of get away with it, and you're not being seen. So, but he he went for it. I mean, they all did, but him in particular, I thought George Clooney went for it. Um, and yeah, I thought it was a great film. I really enjoyed it.
0: Oh, that's brilliant. Mm.
1: Joe, did you experience.
3: did you know that the running time was only 87 minutes before you started it?
1: Oh I didn't know. I didn't look at the running time. That's um, good. But
0: that's good. I think yeah, that, I think I, you sh- I think that should be good practice for you from now on, Joe.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I di- I didn't. To be fair, I just sat down and I went right. That, I'll stick. You know, stick it on. Let's go for it. It was about it was two o'clock this afternoon, so I thought I've got to watch it. Right, boom. And I thought yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't think I was to, First five minutes, I thought, mm, this isn't going to be for me. But yeah, no, it turned itself around.
0: Okay. I don't. Well, I'd be interested to hear a bit later on, maybe what. Uh what about it gave you that first imp- initial impression? Uh, Jack?
1: Yeah, no. Though, we'll... Sorry, go on. No, no, go for it, yeah, no, I'll, I'll okay. come on to that.
0: Okay, uh, Jack though, what uh, What about you? This is a first time watch for you as well, right?
3: It was a first time watch for me as well. And it's a film that I've heard a lot about, particularly obviously from you and Woody, who are both, who I already knew beforehand, that you, know, you both rate it very highly. Mm.
0: Um, and you know of Wes Anderson's other
3: and You've I know I know of Wes Anderson. Fast. I've seen uh some of his other films, but definitely not all of them. Um but I do know he's got quite um quite unique he's got quite unique style and there are things that he does um in terms of the scripts and certain shots and how he frames things. Um that if you sat down without knowing who's directed this film, he's got a style where there's a lot of signposts and you'd be able to tell fairly soon that, right, this is clearly a Wes Anderson film. Yeah. And and that's the case straight away with this one. Um, you know, I mean, that shot, that wide sort of panoramic shot of the sunset and the hill and the tree on, um, And Mr. Fox comes out and starts doing his morning stretches and stuff. Um, I suppose that wouldn't make it a sunset. That would make it a sunrise. (laughs) Um, But but that shot alone is so Wes Anderson. And then, obviously, his wife turns up, Mrs. Fox, voiced really well, I thought, by Meryl Streep. I'm not the biggest Meryl Streep fan, usually. What? Um, Seriously? no, I mean, she's obviously a good actress, but I don't have... There's, put it this way, there's many other actresses in, who I'd put above her in terms of who I like to watch. Oh, my Christ. Um, okay. Maybe it's just the uh, the stain of Mamma Mia on my mind. Oh, well, um, if that's the only thing you've seen her in. <laughs> no, I mean, no, well, she was in The Deer Hunter, which I think we'll get onto a bit later. Because mm. um, Richie and I have both seen that this week, which is interesting.
0: Yeah.
3: But, no, back to this film. So, yeah, first time watch for me, And first of all, I didn't realise quite how old it was. It's, what, 11 years old now? Um, And I knew it had been out a while, but I never would have guessed 2009. So that kind of shocked me a bit. But I'm really glad to have finally seen it. And basically, I echo Joe's thoughts. I Well, apart from the bit about the beginning, because I was in it right from the off, really. I loved how it started and how it just, bang, his wife turns up. And it has that very Wes Anderson style about how the characters go, they just jump straight into, there's no pleasantries or greeting. It's just straight into the conversation mm-hmm. and, you're sort of, and you're sort of thrown into this world. And um, all the way through, it was just such a fun film to watch. I had so much fun watching it. It was hilarious. The li- the, the writing is just, you know, inspired really. It's, and, and even though it is based on Roald Dahl's famous children's book, it's it's really quite different. He's, he's taken it... Yeah, he's, he's obviously got the characters and he's got the basic story. But I think he's done a lot of different things with it. And there is a question mark I have about that, actually, which I might get onto later, in terms of how he's actually adapted the story. But as a film, I, I really loved it. And like I said, I was laughing out loud through a lot of it. All of the characters I thought were voiced really well. Joe's already mentioned George Clooney, and I have to say as well, I completely agree with that. He was brilliant. And I was watching um, a video after I saw it online, just a little bit about how it was made and stuff. And with most animations, um, the voice acting is done separately, um, and they're not together when they do it. But in this film, the actors were actually together and it was being recorded at the same time. Um, and I can't exactly put my finger on...
0: What do you mean? How, how could it be recorded at the same time?
3: Well, I mean, they were like, they were having a conversation.
0: Oh, you mean the, like, the different actors recording? Yeah, the different
3: actors. Okay, yeah, I, thought you, I thought
0: you meant it was being recorded at the same time as they were animating it. I was like, Jesus Christ. No,
3: man. no, no,
0: no. How oh, the fuck could they do that? <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely <laughs> not. Um,
3: but I thought that was interesting when I heard that in that video. Um, and I really liked how the story progressed. And I, 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 re- I won't get into it now in terms of detail, because it might be a bit spo- spoilery. But I was a big fan of the ending. Um, and we can talk about that later. But just generally, opening thoughts. Really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, I'm so glad I've finally seen it. And it's, I can see how it's an incredibly rewatchable film as well. Um, so many little intricate details in there that I'm I know for a fact I'll have missed first time but I still got a lot from it and yeah just he's just an excellent director so talented so unique and there's something special about stop-motion I don't know what it is it just it comes across there's a lot more character to it almost and yeah I just had a great time watching it so that's my opening thoughts
0: okay cool Uh... Woody, have you you got your thoughts together? You've seen this before, right? I have, Yeah, this is my second
2: time of watching. Um, the first time I watched it was before Isle of Dogs came out. So what's that now? 2018. About this time, two years ago, actually. About April time. Yeah. Um, And yeah, first time around, I, I loved it. And second time around, around I loved it even more, I'd say. Nice. Um, Jack right about the rewatchability. I mean, it's, it's limitless, really, in, in terms of, um, you can what you can watch it for many many times over the years, I think, and then like I said, get some more out of it. Uh, technically, it's so impressive, and even more impressive by the fact it's eleven years old. I mean, that is yeah, mental, absolutely mm-hmm. mental. Because we've um, seen some animations recently, but well, obviously, like I lost my body and stuff. And you can see how it's it's changed, but. Um, even Isle of Dogs is incredibly different. But you you wouldn't say that they're 11 years apart in in, in release time, mm. which is quite incredible, really, because um, what he's managed to do is, is quite quite impressive for uh, a children's story, which has been... I don't know if you guys read it when you were younger, but I remember reading it. No. Um, yeah, I remember reading it at primary school.
0: Mm. Okay. I'd be interested yeah, to hear I mean, some I mean, thoughts on that then, definitely because, i no, I hadn't read it ever before, and in fact, before okay. the film came out, I hadn't even heard of this of this story
2: oh really really yeah wow yeah. well i I think Jack was kind of on something now where he says it's it's definitely changed, and he's definitely modernized it, and I'd say he probably Americanized it um but in a great way, I think hmm. um it it's a very, very fresh approach. I mean, still, after all this time, it still feels really fresh. Uh, and he's he's done something incredibly different to quite an old story. Uh, and I think if I was a kid and I'd have watched that, I'd loved it. Um, I think there's something, it's one of them where, I mean, you definitely appreciate it as more of an adult, definitely. There's no doubt. But hmm. um, I think the animation was so impressive that there's still nothing there for the kids. Uh, to go off as well but yeah it is very different to the book very different um yeah but i mean it's been years since i've read it but um it's, it's a it's a good take on it i'd say a good take i mean it does fall into some sort of cliches with the americans being the goodies and the brits being the baddies the awful people <laughs>
0: just the <laughs> accent um, yeah. michael
3: Gambon, though how good was his voice yeah. acting <laughs>
2: Gammon's just oh, evil, yeah. isn't he? Full stop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, an, he's an intimidating guy. Uh, he's not going to be Mr. Fox, is he? So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's, all, it's one of them where you, you finish it and you think, well, it's not far off perfection, really. It, peps says it's great length, it's funny, it's very quotable. Um, every character I think brings something to the table. It's, it's not just. Because sometimes you think, well, wow, you look at that list. You think, crap, a lot of big names on this. building but they all play quite memorable characters, and it seems to be that everyone has their own scene. Uh, mm. Owen Wilson, for example, the only has one scene well, he's brilliant.
3: Yeah, that he was, was uh, that was one of my that was one of my yeah. favourite scenes. Oh
0: my
2: god, whack back coach, um, <laughs> incredible, and just the details. Like how long it must have taken to make that? Yeah, insane, insane. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, second time around, I, I loved it even more, and uh, I'd be interested to see what he does next. And you boys, you need to see our dogs, um, because yeah. I actually I think our dogs is better than Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, well, you
0: know, we uh, didn't we, wait, Jack. Didn't have you we, not seen that?
3: Yeah, I have. I was going to say we did an okay. episode, didn't we? Did we? I think. Yeah, I've I, I not seen it. I think it was only oh. Pep that. I'm sure we did. Oh, I, I, well, that's all back for a while. Can I just but. talked
2: about it instead of?
3: Um,
0: Yeah, I don't
3: know. Uh, Well, yeah, I have seen it, yeah.
0: Okay. All right, well, I've got pretty similar thoughts to all of you. Uh, Like Woody, I'd seen this before. Uh, I'd actually seen it a couple of times. um, And I absolutely love it. Uh, I think it's such an amazing film for all the reasons that you've uh, kind of all said. Um, Although, I, I think one thing I would say is that uh maybe to kind of disagree with woody here is that i think i might be leaning towards this one being better than isle of dogs um mm. in my opinion although i think i might need to watch isle of dogs again before i can make that decision really because i've only seen that once uh the first mm. time uh, actually, yeah. yeah um but uh but yeah i just i i absolutely adore well, I love Wes Anderson's films anyway, but I adore these animation ones that he does. I think they're probably some of my favourite of his films, um, and uh, I very much look forward to him to do, uh, or very much like for him to do some more of them. Although I know the next one he's doing isn't uh, animated, but I'm very much looking forward to that anyway. Um, but yeah, he's just an absolute genius, and he gets everything right always. Uh, the the Obviously, the animation and like what he was saying, the technical um, achievement of it is is incredible. Um, and as you were saying, Jack, the writing is just second to none. And you know, not just the writing, but the way he gets uh, the actors to perform the lines so mm. deadpan and so amazing. Yeah, um, I, I just love every aspect of it. And yeah. uh, sorry no no i was just
3: going to i was just going to say that 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 deadpan style of dialogue that he likes to use you know that almost emotionless um they just say whatever they're feeling without any sort of second thought i just i don't know what it is about that style but it, i mean obviously it's the sort of deadpan humor but it almost makes the emotional punches when they do come it almost adds
0: to it yeah. um I think the he other always, thing as well that complements that beautifully is his use of silence as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and his use of music, his his films are always scored so well. Yeah. That was another thing I wanted to bring up. I, I loved the way that he used the, uh, the kind of rhyme thing from, from I assume from the original story um, yeah. and, and turned that into the the score for this film, basically. Um, Still, still in my head now um, but yeah just 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 fantastic and huh, if you pat on the pan but uh, yeah really love this film love everything about it it's one that I can watch again and again and again and never get sick of mm-hmm so yeah those are my initial thoughts really but I'd definitely be interested to hear more from Joe on mm-hmm. uh, on, on that, your initial the reaction beginning. to the beginning yeah
1: yeah, I was thinking about this when you you guys were talking um, or giving your first thoughts. I think it's you've got to. It, it's a particular, as you've all said, it's a particular way of filmmaking, and he's definitely got his style. Um, and I think if you go into it in the wrong frame of mind, which I probably did, you know, and that's my own fault. Um, I think you can. I think people could go down the wrong route and. Sort of feel like it's not as good a film as it actually is. Um, I think it's the the dead pan, like you talked about the deadpanness of of the conversations. I think it was Jack that said there was no sort of no sort of gradual introduction to the characters or no sort of like it was basically they're straight off. Um, so I think that may take that that probably took me as a little bit of a oh okay. So you've got to sort of reset your mind a little bit and, and reset yourself to. To th- to then get into it, I think that probably is what it was. Once you've sort of spent maybe five, ten, fifteen minutes getting into it, that's when it started to come to life for me, and I started to realise. And 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 I looking back at it now, I, I from from word go, you know, it is a great film. It's not. I don't think just from sort of ten minutes in is a great film. And I hated the beginning bit. I think it was just me in that moment. I started off yeah, thinking, right. "What is this?" Right, right. You know, looking back at it, it from start to finish, it's great. Um, but I think it's the style that takes you by surprise a little bit if you've not sort of seen any, yeah. of, the, any of those other films before.
0: Mm.
1: Um, I, can
3: I can understand that completely, to be fair, because it is such a unique style. And also, before you've even started watching it, I mean, especially if you've read the books or at least you know of the book, it, it might be like, whoa, is this really. Fantas- is this the same fantastic Mr. Fox that I'm thinking of yeah. or is this like, so I, I can, I, I can, I can completely get why it will have taken maybe a few minutes for you to just sort of uh, find your feet in terms of the style.
0: Surely that was the only, that would be the, well certainly the best way, but the only way to do it for something like, it. again, I haven't read, I don't know the story, but like surely hmm. it's not a an a, a ex, seemingly long story filled with lots of different plot points and you know so i I would presume that you know it it had to be kind of taking it and transforming it into something
1: else
0: or something else anyway to to make a film out of it would would anyone who's read the story agree with that (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah Uh, he takes the idea and he makes it his own which is obviously what
3: we want him to do and yeah um, certainly him yeah definitely him yeah. Um, but Joe you, you said you haven't seen um, Isle of Dogs have yeah. you seen any Have you seen Grand Budapest is that, is, Am I right in saying that's Wes Anderson
0: yeah you can't it, there's no mistaking it yeah, yeah. well
3: I've, well this is the thing and I think I thought you already knew this but maybe though I I horrendously haven't seen it so it's okay Sure. Um, well, no, it's not okay, because <laughs> it, is, it is one of the ones that I'm actually really ashamed about not seeing. Well, have you seen that, Joe? Which one's that? Um, Grand Budapest Hotel.
1: No. Right. Is, I think film? this is my first where's Anderson film that I've seen. Right, to start okay. with. Yeah. Um, and, and just going on to that, the point that you made about it being so old it's not old, old is it? So old. Sort of 11 so years old. Um, and, and the fact that the animation is up there, I didn't realize it was a 2009 film until afterwards. Um, I'd literally just stuck it on. I didn't look at any of the, the bio or anything before I started. Um, and then I went onto Letterboxd afterwards just to check out what you guys had sort of thought, and what you put your ratings as. Um, and thats where I saw it. it as a 2009 film, and I—I I had exactly the same thoughts as you guys I thought. I thought it was—I didn't—I knew it wasn't recent. Recent. I knew it wasn't sort of this year or last year. But I was sort of thinking it was probably maybe 2016, 2017. Um, the fact that it's 2009, I don't think you'd be able to tell. Um, no. If they, if they put this film out now as a new release, the anime you—you you wouldn't think anything of it. You wouldn't say, "Oh, it's a little bit dated." Um, mm. at all. that's obviously largely down to the fact that it is a stop motion
3: because yeah the, obviously the methods used in creating a stop motion animation have, have stayed i imagine pretty much the same whereas Recently, obviously, if you, look yeah. at, if you look at 2009 pixar films and then if you were to watch something like onward which only came out this year i'm sure there'd be quite big uh, advances in the technology in that in that time. What well, well, we
0: know. I don't know, how, I, don't, I don't know how noticeable no, uh, necessarily it would be. I mean, we're not we're not talking a, a huge gap here. Um, no, we're not. You know, I animation mean, was still was still very. You know, obviously, it's more impressive now. There's the, the things they can do with it, but taking the fact that we're not watching a, a fucking Disney or Pixar film here, if especially if Joe didn't even know anything about the director or who or who was involved or anything like that, then, you know, any, any lower budget uh, animated film that's made today is not going to be the same level of mm. that's made by Disney or yeah. like Pixar right now. So I, I don't know yeah. that necessarily, I don't know that you could, that you could make that kind of
1: mm, uh, kind comparison, of comparison.
0: To, I guess. Um, yeah. but I, I, yeah. take, I take your point necessarily. It's, it's certainly like, it looks amazing, and uh, mm, it does. you know, there's so much detail, as Woody was mentioning, um, in every single aspect of it, and like every other Wes Anderson film, every frame of it looks like a fucking painting. Yeah, so, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah the, yes. the the level of attention, to the, the
3: care, and the attention to detail is such a high level. Uh, I mean, you could pause any scene, and there's that scene near the beginning. Um, where he's sat reading the paper, um, and Mrs. Fox is behind him, like making breakfast or whatever. And the amount of little mugs and pottery and um, everything's been handmade. And it's just, uh, it's just such a—you've got to applaud it and admire it because I can't imagine how long it takes to make a film like that. But it's got to be two, three, four years, or you know.
0: Yeah, I do. Lo- I do love stop motion stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. If we kinda of go back to the performances, um I actually thought yeah, I thought George Clean was was amazing and perfectly cast for the role. Um but Yeah, uh, the deep
3: the deepness of his voice.
0: I don't yeah. know why that's sort of what made it. Yeah, I think so, yeah. it's just it's just perfect for it, I think. Um and we've got the usual, the other usual suspects, Bill Murray, Owen Wilson and Jason Swatchman are usually in Wes Anderson films. Um and also they, they always pull off the deadpan thing as well. Um <laughs> brilliantly. Um but I I think um Meryl Streep uh deserves a bit more uh of a of a cheer for it. I think she was absolutely brilliant in it. And I, I am shocked to have heard the way you were speaking about her, Jack, before. Um <laughs> uh because I, I I genuinely think she's like one of, if not the greatest living actress right now. <laughs> um, of course, of course she is. Like, let, let's not, I don't know. I, I just
3: don't associate her with it, it, I mean, it's probably back to my, my terrible lack of having, you know, there's so many films I've not seen. And to be honest, her back catalogue, I've probably
0: only seen two or three of them. Um, I think you've seen more than you would have thought than you would expect. Yeah, probably. Don't forget, she, don't she's she got she's got small roles in things like Suffragette um, oh, that honest, we watched. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and what a film that was as
3: well. That was one of our, that's a film night favourite, isn't
2: it? A yeah. proud um, of great film.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen no, that one.
3: I'm not, I'm, I've not <laughs> seen that. Um, I don't know, actually. I, and, and you're absolutely right about this film. She was brilliant and she does deserve praise. And that line she gave, one of the best lines in the whole film. Yeah, I
0: know what you um, mean already
3: yeah maybe I shouldn't do it a disservice, but if, if for anyone who's seen the for anyone who's seen the film, they'll know which one i mean and um just delivered so well and and like you say, obviously Wes Anderson works with a few actors film after film um obviously because I'm sure their working relationship is great, and he knows that they can deliver on that very unique style that he has in terms of how they deliver a line
0: well, lots of directors but, do it, and they they just they just have yeah. I suppose it's not uh-huh. I suppose it's not really the best or the most fair way of doing things because there's a lot of fucking actors out there aren't there but yeah yeah um, yeah I, I can certainly see why they would do it you know you firstly you get on with people and, and uh, have and get good chemistry with them and um, yeah and
3: it just I guess it just it, they get me get your work yeah and i especially with a film like this stop-motion there's so many moving parts and so many th- so many uh, little details to think about if he can trust these actors who he's worked with before it it makes his job a hell of a lot easier but someone like Meryl Streep and George Clooney who aren't in that group of actors who have worked with him on, on numerous occasions it almost makes you know their performances even more impressive because they've taken to it like a duck to water and it's they've both just been brilliant and brought so much to the characters, even though it is quite a monotone style.
0: That's true, but at the same time, they are fairly safe choices, aren't they?
3: Oh, of course they are, of course <laughs> they are, yeah. Yeah, of course they are. But, you know, I, I think, think you're
1: absolutely right. I, I think, was it, I'm not sure who it was, potentially Henry, um, who said that every single character played their part and, had something to do, and and you got into the cat. You, you got that character, and you saw the depth of that cat. Those characters, um, mm-hmm. like the young the young lad, his his real son, um, and then obviously his obviously his nephew. Yeah, and um, you, you felt for his. Son, I I felt for his son. Um, you know, all he all he wanted to be really was seen as um some sort of credit to his dad, and his dad just obviously paid no no attention whatsoever he was uh, also you, a dick. You, well, yeah he, well, yeah he was but you know you you saw that you saw that depth of character they it wasn't just the one it wasn't just sort of the no. surface and one level you actually got deeper into it as the film progressed where where not every film would do that you you have you not have to see that depth of character for all of those and um, so i thought that the character progression for pretty much all of them was was spot on
0: that's very true true very good point yeah there were a lot of great characters
3: and and like woody said even the the big name actors who who had a sort of a one scene you know like owen wilson with his one scene of explaining the rules of that game (laughs) um but another standout for me was will m defoe as the rat who i thought was fantastic oh yeah Um, i mean he had a couple of scenes two or three but
0: he's another class act
3: yeah another class act and he and and he made what little, what few lines he had, he put so much into them. And, and that character was so memorable, even though we did only see the character two or three times. So I think, I think everyone did an excellent job. And, and, it, and it goes such a long way to the, to, to the outcome of, of your enjoyment. Because if you, even, if, even if one of those characters was not quite at the level of everyone else, because, because everyone's bringing such a high level to the table, um, it can really affect things, and no one did. No one did bring it down. Um, so yeah, fair play to everyone.
0: Yeah, I think there's. I just think there's so much going on in it as well that I feel like there's something for everyone in it, um, and it, it can it surely could reach such a wide variety of audience. That's true. Yeah. But on,
3: on on that point, I, I, this is this is this was my one sort of question mark. And it only really occurred to me after having, after it finished, because as I've already said, I loved it from start to finish. But then I thought, well, obviously it's based on a Roald Dahl book and, you know, it's a children's book. And Woody said in his opening thoughts that, um, you know, obviously we're adults, but he can imagine a child really, really loving it um, and getting a lot out of it. Perhaps not not as much as what we would get, I know he did say that as well, but I just wonder because do you think when Wes Anderson has adapted this source material, do you think his intention was to keep it as a family film, or do you think he was really taking it slightly away from the children and more towards people of our age? Because I did wonder, like, yes, it's animation, and yes, there is some, there is definitely some things in it that are ch- that children would enjoy, but so much of the jokes, it's so witty, it's so quick, it's I, I, I was left thinking, well, I'm not sure a child would get a lot out of it.
0: Um, I don't think kids are necessarily as dumb as it, we expect them to be. A lot of, I mm-hmm. or you know, maybe that's not the best way of putting it, but I, they are idiots. But I mean, um, <laughs> I, I, firstly, I don't think a, a child watches a film for anything other than or well not anything but so I don't think they look for anywhere near the same things that uh,
1: no.
0: an older person does no. so they're not they're not I don't think they're really looking for they just want to be entertained great yeah. story yeah they just want to be entertained and I think there's a lot of entertaining stuff here for for you know um for, yeah for the kids uh, even if even if we're more th- looking at and laughing at the the stuff that's more aimed at us, I think there's still a lot more that is going on for mm. the kids and stuff that they would pick up on and would enjoy from it. Um, not just the animation, but the the you know, I, I think I genuinely think that there's something for everyone in, in that way. And
3: uh, yeah, that's true. And and the story
0: does, but it's in it terms of how he's of what what you what he's trying to target. Maybe is that what you Kind of asking, yeah, yeah. I was kind of wondering, yeah.
3: I wonder, I wonder what he was. I mean, and and this, of course, may have changed through the process because you know, like I said before, especially with stop motion, if if this is going to take two or three years to make, it wouldn't surprise me at all if what he intended at the very beginning has changed. But yeah, I do wonder
0: because well, I can't speak for him at all. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's just, I don't know, I was just sort of but I I would just, I would assume it would be more. I don't know more complex than, than or less simple than that, you know, it's probably Mm. more about just making him making something for himself to be proud of. Um, or maybe, or just maybe his entire aim was to make something that kids could enjoy that also Mm. would be just as amazing for anyone else. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't
2: yeah. say that I look at a kids film.
0: No, I wouldn't either. And I think uh, I, 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 I definitely agree.
2: Think that, yeah, I tend to think that he's just done it as a style of filmmaking. After mm.
0: years of, he
2: just wanted to try something different. Because um, I reckon it, I think Jack said before, it took him three, four years I, and the rest, I'd guess, because I think something like this would take an age to make. Um, and the same with our dogs, good because of the story and the. Yeah. Everything around it, that's going to take so much time to make. He, whereas he can stop and just do a film with humans whenever he wants, can't he? Um, mm, yeah. yeah. I, I find it I highly doubt that he, he made it his, for for kids in that way. No, no. Especially after watching our Dogs.
0: Well, I don't know. It depends what you mean by in that way, though. Because it, like, it, it definitely is for kids on a certain level. The, you know, his, but not in the same way from that the toy story, is no, no, not at all. That's no. what I mean. So it's 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 got different things for everyone. Um, but it's it's certainly including children in the target in that target, I think. Yeah. You know, apart definitely. from anything else, it's got the which is some also a, a joke that anyone else can enjoy as well, the fact that they say cuss whenever they're <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. swearing. Um <laughs> it's 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 funny it's funny on a on a higher level for for uh, older people but yeah i could still see and I guess, that i could still see that being funny for kids and stuff so yeah and i guess at,
3: at the most basic of levels the, the story the actual story structure of you know this family of animals is uh sort of them versus these farmers i mean that's obviously easy yeah. for a for children to follow, and it's—I and it, guess—in that sense, it is just like a family adventure film. It's them trying to escape, you know, dig their way out, and uh, so yeah, it was just—it was just a thought that came to me because whilst I really enjoyed it, I did think, well, hang on a minute, this is this is fantastic, Mr. Fox, and a lot of the jokes um, I just didn't think kids would get, but like, there's there's so much in there for for them to enjoy that I don't think it would be a problem. So I think yeah. I think you're
0: right. I often think back on, on on things that I watched as a kid, um, and maybe watched again and, and noticed things that uh, I didn't get before. Um, and I th- I, th- I think when it comes to when you watch uh, when a kid watches a film or something and there's like a joke in it that they don't get, I don't I just don't think it's it even registers as anything or is it an issue? Yeah. It just go it just mm-hmm. goes completely in my like it went completely over yeah. my head and I didn't give a second thought to it. I wasn't like, well,
3: yeah. So yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make them enjoy it less. No. Yeah.
0: From my own experience anyway.
3: Yeah, I think that's true.
0: Um, but yeah, but no, uh, Isle of Dogs, I would definitely say it's not a kid's film at all. Uh, I can't actually no. even remember what the age rating on it was, but no, I definitely say it wasn't a kid's film. Uh, it's different in that respect to this. However, it is very similar in style. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know I think there's I think there's too much of an assumption that something being animated means it should be for kids. I think that's true as well. Yeah. Um because I absolutely love animation. Um yeah. And would like to see more stuff done with it than than just stuff that's done for kids. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah I think you I think you're right about that assumption. Animation is instantly categorized as Categorized as four children, yeah. or at least four, f- or at least four families.
0: Yeah, which um, makes sense because that's you know I think for a long time that is what it was.
3: Yeah, yeah, and 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 the majority probably are, but there's a lot out there that aren't, and um, it it didn't work at all because I remember we all hated it. But do you remember Seth Rogen's attempt at an adult animation?
0: Yeah, it was bollocks. It was shit. Because there was nothing, there was actually nothing adult about it, apart from the fact that they said fuck. Yeah,
2: (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) Apart from from that, the whole thing was completely juvenile and it wasn't really that much. Yeah, it wasn't really that much for people older than adolescents. Um, Yeah, it
3: was really uh, a disappointment.
0: So yeah, a, a big swing and a miss, I think that one was. It's, it's more to <laughs> It is interesting because um, it's, I think
2: Pepster was saying it before. But he's not not really keen on animation. And I think it is one of these things that people just have this in their mind that, oh, it's cartoon. It's figured, yeah, it's not bothered. Um, yeah. Because I was I was trying to get Grace to watch Rick and Morty the other day. She's like, oh, no, I don't really like don't really like animation. Mm. I said, well, you like Studio Ghibli things. What's the difference? Then you know
0: they are for kids.
2: The style, yeah. <laughs> surreal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That is, yeah, you'd probably say yeah, you'd say it for both, but um yeah. brick and morty certainly isn't for kids and you'd you'd say it's very different to uh Wes Anderson film. But um there's something in there for adults that you you don't need to be I don't know, it's just we it's weird um yeah, does, does, I think, does, No, does... I think I
0: think it's definitely there. Lots of people because you, watch the, because you
2: watch them when you are a youngster and Yeah, yeah
0: but it's just, it's, it's it's i mean when you think yeah, about yeah, it it's ridiculous yeah, to say yeah. to say you don't like to say oh i don't mm-hmm. like animation it's kind of just like saying oh i don't like comedy or oh, i don't like action
2: but it's my um my parents don't watch anything subtitles subtitled right because they don't want to read
0: well that, that's, that's uh, more
2: understandable not not reading that yeah but it's the same thing isn't it Where you're just yeah. closing yourself off to all these potentially
3: yeah it's frustrating when you hear people say that, that particularly yeah. with the sub particularly that example with subtitles because you just think my god just give it a chance the amount of films that we've seen mm. just on this just on this podcast uh, and there's so many more out there
0: well, yeah i mean you're basically um, just closing yourself off to any film that is made from any other country than your own yeah <laughs> it makes yeah. your language Yeah. So I guess when you think about it in that way, it seems uh, a bit silly, but you don't often think about it in that way, do you?
3: No. And the other assumption assumption is, as as well as, this is going back to animations, as well as the assumption of, oh, it's for kids or, oh, it's a family film. The other assumption is, you know, I want a comedy or I want a lighthearted or I want just something I can gaze at that's not really going to be too deep. I'll go to animation. But, animation is is so capable of having real depth and real emotion um i mean i lost my body uh had that impact on me um and there are so many others and that's another assumption that people make is they don't associate animation with deep sort of emotive films but that's definitely something that animation can actually maybe do to an even better standard than other films because obviously you can do
0: things that you can't do, and not just fam- um, yeah not just animated, yeah. but yeah family family films in general, you know it, just because it's a family film doesn't mean there's not going to be anything to it. you know we watched fucking finding Nemo the other day that's that's one that's just layered, yeah. you know packed up with layers um yeah, and the uh, emotion going on there and and great story and everything Mm-hmm. um so yeah. Uh, right, so we're now going to get into spoiler talk for Fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, Jack, I believe you wanted to kick us off with something on that. So uh, if you care about spoilers, then just skip ahead. I'll put in the description when the spoilers will end. Three, two, one, skip.
3: There's a scene I wanted to sort of open to the floor and just get your thoughts on it because it's one that uh, maybe you could look at in different ways in terms of what it may be meant and stuff. But this the scene where they come across the wolf mm. um, yeah, and they yeah. have they have that sort of two or three minute interaction um, and i just wondered what your guys thoughts were on that um let's go to joe as a first time watch this Did you have any this was put him on the this, if i'm yeah,
1: yeah if i remember rightly this is just after they've left yeah they've rescued the young lad yeah and they see him sort of as they're going on the bike or whatever it is. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't really think him. you can
0: say much. is spoilery about this, can you? I don't think so. Like it's pretty straightforward. I think you can probably predict how how it's going to end from the start, can you? Yeah,
1: yeah, I don't think. It, yeah. Um, sorry. sorry, Joe. No, sorry. Right. I'm just trying to think of it. Um, yeah, they're
0: they're riding they're riding out on the bike and then they stop and they see the wolf um, and then he then, yeah, yeah, puts it. his he tries speaking to him for a bit and he's getting no response then he puts his hand up and the wolf responds in kind
1: uh yeah yeah i yeah, got you uh yeah i thought i thought it was an interesting scene it, to be, i'll be completely honest it didn't really i don't know it didn't really stand out as mm. sort of anything in particular um I've been thinking of favourite scenes, it, it wouldn't be up there with the favourite <laughs> scene. It it wasn't yeah, it didn't really particularly stand out for me. Um Okay. But
0: no, yeah. Okay. Well um
3: yeah, did you have any any things you wanted to add, Richie?
0: Um well it's definitely an interesting uh, scene, but actually I I I'm, I'm not sure myself really uh what what to take from it. Um mm. yeah, 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 I, I I uh, I th- I definitely like to kind of look up what other people might have said about it. Um, I know that it's I know that it's kind of a theme that runs through uh, the film. He keeps on bringing up a wolf, doesn't he? And, and mm. Fantastic Mr. Fox is scared of them. Mm. Uh, he's got a phobia of them. But no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not actually sure myself on on what to think of that I wasn't sure what to th- uh, how to think of it at the time, so I'm not sure I can actually mm. comment. So. This kid's film is really going over my head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if well, else, anything else about that. What did you have any thoughts on that? Or I, I,
2: The first time around, I didn't really get it. And the second time around, I didn't really get it either. Um, <laughs> it kind of just felt a bit pointless. I, I know it was mentioned a few times and he was scared of it. and mm. I mean, The whole thing with it not being able to understand any any word that he says, no matter what language is in, yeah. you've got to have some kind of meaning. I just don't know what it is, <laughs> and um, I don't know. But mm-hmm. uh, kind of at that point in the film, it's, it's kind of irrelevant. I think it comes quite late, late on in the game.
0: Yeah,
2: and I just felt if there anything, must be something it to it. Kind of, there must be something to it, but kind of I don't know if it's him just sort of showing off. I mean, because it looks really stunning
0: um yeah
3: but
2: because we see i don't don't really understand why it was in there
3: because we see a shot of mr fox looks at the wolf and and it's like a close-up and he's like welling up and he's getting a bit teary just Mm. just from this just from the sight of the wolf now it maybe is just like overwhelming fear because we are told he has like this phobia but i don't know I think it's probably deeper than that, but I'm not, I'm not sure.
0: I'm not really sure what it was. Something about loneliness, maybe being a lone wolf or something like that. Yeah. I think,
3: I think you're probably on something with that, or maybe just the fact that because it's a wild, like it's, it's a wild animal who doesn't understand English. Um, and I think Mr. Fox maybe just sees the wolf, and he, because that's what they all are. Even though, even though the the, the um, even, even though Mr. Fox and all the rest of these characters are all dressed up in, you know, they're all wearing clothes and they're all speaking English. Mm, that one isn't. They're, that one isn't, and they're all, and and maybe that hand gesture was. You know, they both have that in common. That they are both wild at heart, and even though, I don't know, even though Mr. Fox. Um. Put you know he's trying to look after his family and he's and he's trying to. He's got this persona and he's, very human in in many ways. At but the end of the day, yeah, he is a fox and he is a wild animal and I don't know.
0: It's interesting. Yeah, I think I think it might be on. Say, I think there's something to that, definitely, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, that that is again something else that he kept on saying, isn't it? You know, why do you keep mm-hmm. doing these things? Because I'm a wild mm-hmm. animal, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, have we got anything else uh, to mention about Fantastic Mr. Fox? Or
3: um, Yeah, so I just wanted to quickly uh, bring up the ending and just see what everyone thought about it. Because I thought it was a really good ending and mainly because at the start of the film or near the beginning in that kitchen scene where he's talking to his wife and he's reading the paper. He, he states that he, he does not want to live in a hole anymore. Um, and he's going to do something about it. And, and then obviously the film goes on and he looks at buying that, that other house. And, and, and despite everything that they go through, obviously they all do manage to escape the farmers and, um, they come out relatively unscathed. I know they lost. He lost his tail and stuff, but even even after all that, the end. At the end, they are back underground. Um, I know. I know the the very last scene, which I thought was brilliant as well, in the supermarket. <laughs> um, uh, but just before that, they actually because they come out of a thing, don't they, from from underground. So I just liked how it sort of came full circle and and sort of emphasised the point that just yes they're okay and yes um, Mr Fox has managed to keep his family together and all the rest of it for better or worse underground is actually where they belong sort of sort of going back to what we said during the wolf chat um, about how they are wild even though they wear clothes and they speak they're wild animals so I liked how it didn't end with them in some fancy house somewhere or you know i liked how it finished with them ending up back where they started really um and i just maybe wanted to get get your guys opinions on the ending i uh,
0: yeah well you, you've mm-hmm. pretty much just wrapped it all up <laughs> what yeah, it was yeah doing, i know but
3: like itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I know, I, I, but did you did, did you appreciate it for that reason or did you you know yeah definitely other- it's, it's it's like it's
0: like you say it it all um, it, it all goes back to um, the very cyclical nature of the film is reflecting the cyclical nature of uh, Mr. Fox's personality. Um, mm. You know, he's always going to go back to being who he is, and so the film, they end up uh, pretty much doing, just about doing what they were doing at the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a full circle, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that, I think... It's a good point okay. about the film, and you uh, did a good job of. Uh...
2: I think, cool you know, from my perspective, I thought that he was—he was always striving for sort of excellence, and he always wanted wanted just wanted a better life for his family, didn't he? Yeah. Um, mm. But then, by, after everything that's gone before it, by the time we get to the end, he just realizes that he was already perfect for what he had, and mm. um. He was. He should have just been content with what he had in the first place. I think that was kind of a something on on the second watch. that I, I got a bit more yeah out of it. And um, you know, like Pepster was saying before, he felt sorry for the his uh, George Clooney's or Mr. Fox's son, um, and he's he, he, the son's always trying to impress him. And mm. then by by the end of the film, they had that nice moment, and he and Mr. Fox says to his son that. You know, you perfect the way you are, sort of thing. Yeah. Um. And I think, yeah. I think it, it does come full circle, but in a way that he's tried to change to make change. It's, it's not gone the way, but um, he wanted it to. But at least he's still got his family. That sort of, and I think that was the the message that was also trying to come across. And yeah. to what to what Jack said, and I think Jack's right. But that was mm-hmm. just another takeaway that I, I got from it as well yeah no that's uh, true yeah
0: good point very good point good message yeah. as well yeah yeah nice cool okay um anything else any other points or we, no not for done? me okay i think so all right cool well, that was good um all the same um favorite scenes then guys
3: what do we got uh um, i've got one wow oh,
0: um
3: there is a lot of great scenes but this this one it was funny and it and it also had that i'll just say what it is <laughs>
0: okay
3: so the scene where is it ash the, the son? Yeah. yeah yeah um the cousin has just arrived christofferson's just arrived <laughs> and um and it's their first night and christofferson is stood in the bedroom saying do you, mind, do you mind if I sleep somewhere else because it's not very comfortable under the table yeah. <laughs> and, um, and he's just sort of sat and he's just reading his book ignoring him on his own comfy bed sort of shouting down things like oh I can't remember exactly what he said but basically no you've got to sleep there um and then he does he gets under the gets under the table and and starts sort of sniffling and I think he's crying yeah um and Ash hears this, and you know, perhaps realizes at that point that he's not been—he's not been a very nice guy about it. And he gets up from his bed and goes down and turns on the play, turns on the the, the toy train right. set. Yeah. And without saying a word, just turns it on, and the two of them, he Christofferson comes out from under the table, and they both sort of sit up, and um, and it was just a nice moment because. It started off with that quite funny exchange and then it moves into this moment of Ash realising that he's been a dick and and sort of this nice little touching moment between the two of them. Um, And I thought it was nice that Ash didn't say anything. I liked how it was decided that he would just get up, turn on the train set and that would be sort of the end of the scene. And that train keeps coming back, doesn't it? Um, He has trains in all of his films, mm -hmm. doesn't he? Loves oh, trains.
0: Okay. Loves trains. He loves trains. Can't get enough okay. of them. Okay. Yeah. okay I wasn't... wasn't
3: yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay, I wasn't... I didn't realise. Um, but I noticed throughout the rest of the film, usually on just a wide shot, usually a transition, there'd just be a train in the countryside going past. Um, oh. But anyway, I, yeah, I think that was my favourite scene.
0: That is a very good scene, Jack. Yeah. Um, Has anyone else got theirs yet?
2: Yeah, I think I've got mine, but I would say that it's a really hard one to pick because yeah. um, there's just so many standouts, and it's 90 minutes where, um, although you, there's definite scenes, it, it does really it does flow continuously. I think, mm. um, but one which I, I I loved it, I thought it was hilarious, really really made me chuckle, um, and it's a brilliant cameo by Jarvis Cocker of when he <laughs> he was the guy. I love I like Jarvis Cocker anyway, but um it. The campfire guy, and he's doing his yeah. little oh, yeah. The elderly, the
0: elderly.
2: Um, apparently, that was that was in, improvised. Jarvis Cocker improvised that. Oh, wow, oh, that's really? bad.
0: Well, that's just lazy songwriting. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I, that makes it even to me, that makes it even more impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just found it really funny. Like, um, it, it was a good because it wasn't just oh, no, it was sorry, yeah. He was the camera was in it, the camera was where you'd the fire was of a campfire uh, and it was just spinning around essentially wasn't it with all these different characters <laughs> and, and as funny as it was gambon just strolls over and kills it instantly yeah <laughs> uh, what are you doing get back to work sort of thing yeah that was hilarious but i would say as well yeah. some of my other favorite that is my favorite bit but the other bits i really enjoyed just on the visual level, were the, the digging scenes. Yeah. Um, oh, and Jack, yeah. Jack, mm. and this is another thing, Jack, that you'll probably, and am Pepster, but you'll get more, if you watch more of his films, and what I find incredible is the symmetry in the shots. Mm. Um, he, 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 Wes Anderson gets, it's like, I think, was it Richie said, it's like everything, every scene's a painting. Uh, yes. Yeah. Such a good way to describe it because it's, everything is so precise and accurate. Um, and it's ridiculous and you can literally cut the screen off and it'll it'll be identical sometimes almost yeah. some a mirror image mm. yeah um, and the, the digging scenes for me sort of epitomise that
0: and that doesn't just that doesn't just stick with his animations as well that is the case even in the yeah, live yeah, action that's, things that's what just, I'm saying so if you, just if you watch the Pest yeah, yeah. Um, Rushmore as well and um, I've not
2: seen Rushmore but Royal Tenor Bombs I, I saw quite recently yeah and, uh,
0: and uh, very similar the one with Steve's, is, uh, what's that called? The uh, Life of Classic. Yeah. yeah.
2: Again, I'm not seeing that, I do want to, but
0: hmm.
2: um, yeah. So Jarvis Cocker for me, that was my favorite <laughs> scene. So many to choose from, it's, it's difficult. <laughs> it
1: is yeah. difficult. Yeah, I'm
0: struggling to be honest.
1: Right, I'd probably go with um, the bit where they dig and then it, it's a wide shot. So, so it's a continual scene really. It's the dig, mainly the digging, but they, they the wide shot of them being in all three, and they've got everything out of all three sort of um, farms. And then it goes yeah. to the little mm. caravan, and the three of them yeah. are in there, and the, go, what do you mean he's, they've got everything? And then he just starts trashing this caravan. I mean, I didn't think it looked too bad inside. I thought, oh, this is pretty, this a pretty neat office. And then he comes out, and then it's <laughs> just like a little two bertha caravan. Then starts trashing outside and what have you. I I, I
0: thought that was probably my my favourite scene. Yeah, that's good. I, nice. I, that is good. I, I like I, you've kind of brought up a good one there with that. I, I do like that whole heist basically. Um, yeah, they're like all saying, great. Um, where they go into each each one and grab what they want from there. Um, and I love the I love the bit with uh, uh, Michael Gambon's wife. Uh, who doesn't yeah. see very well um, <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I loved all the her moments as well they were good Um so yeah but yeah can't kind of go generally just with, with that kind of thing the heist mm. it was good yeah
3: cool. yeah uh,
0: all right then and that's the end of spoiler talk now for uh, FMF as the kids call it um, what are we gonna give it out of ten <sighs>
1: If I start off. Go on then. Mm. I'm gonna go right ahead with a nine out of ten. Okay. And there is there is room there too mm. for a little bit of a squeaky push up if it comes to a rewatch.
0: Nine and a half, maybe. You'll never give a ten. I'll
1: never <laughs> give a ten. <laughs> so never gives a ten.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay.
0: Uh, you guys got yours. I think oh. I'll I'll
2: match Pepster with a nine. Um, okay yeah even even on a second watch um i think i probably would have given it but well, i gave it four and a half first time and i, I stick with that um mm. cool it's i i said before it, it's personal preference of course it is but i i prefer our dogs um, yeah, yeah i mean yeah. Christ, there's, there's not much in it at all they're both amazing films so yeah they're both in, yeah they're both incredible both incredible films um but for me, yeah, I, uh, it's not. It's still on that. It's still on that level. It could go. It could go up. You know, on a third and fourth watch, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I'll hit it with a nine. Um, okay. That's not. To, that's not to say that my opinion has changed yeah. anything since the first time I watched it, because because it, it has. So
3: yeah,
2: mm-hmm. brilliant, cool. brilliant film.
3: All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh... I think I'm going to match the guys and also say nine. Um, I think it would, I'm pretty confident it would go up on a rewatch because like I said, on my initial uh, opening thoughts, there's so, the attention to detail is so incredible that I know there's a lot I would have missed. And I think seeing it again uh, would really help with that. Um, but it's it really can't be knocked on a lot really it's it's very near I, I, I did debate giving it a 10 but I think I think I'll be wary and I think I'll just go with a 9 for now but it's an incredible film and definitely one that I will I will re-watch and it's yeah it's made me want to go and check out all these other films that I've not seen starting probably with Grand, Bo- Grand mm. Budapest Hotel um, and Pepster I'd like, to, I'd like to hear
1: your thoughts Pepster as well on Isle of Dogs yeah I think that'll be my next
2: Next one of his to watch. if I have, if it's I have on, both of them. As, um, sorry, Pep, I have both of them as, up as full houses. Grand Budapest. And mm.
3: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah, that's me. I'll give it a nine. It was
2: on Netflix, Pep. I know you just asked. Him, you? Yeah, that's.
1: I'm just gonna. I feel or, like it, maybe on now TV. Or the DVD if you
2: want. So Anderson, <laughs> it was it was on Netflix for a long time, but then uh, I searched I just searched yesterday for Wes Anderson on Netflix and not a single film of his is on anymore. So I don't know what's happened with really? it. Really? Mm. I, mm. I don't know if it's sometimes we're on rotation or some I don't know. But um, yeah, there's not one film of his on there anymore.
0: Right. So that's disappointing. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, uh since so none of you have the guts to do it, I'll give it a ten out of ten. <laughs> no. uh, absolutely love. Yeah, I think I think maybe uh we might just we might just uh have complete swapped ratings on on this on Isle of Dogs Woody. Um, yeah, I can't actually I can't actually remember. I think I probably gave it something like that though, but I can't remember if I even gave that one a full house or not. Well Grand Budapest, I can't remember about that either. But uh this one I will give a full house. It's uh I'd say I think it's probably my favourite, but I am reserving a sec- uh, another watch of Isle of Dogs before I make a complete decision mm. on that mm. um, but yeah absolutely love it 10, Do, um, ten, have,
2: I, ten. I, have I told you boys I don't know if you've seen it have you seen my Isle of Dogs poster
0: no uh, I don't think so no,
2: no. have I not no oh, Christ I'll, I'll take a picture of it after is it yeah, digital the, no the actual poster of, um, like you get on the DVD but on like a big in yeah. Free or whatever in a frame. Oh,
0: right. oh nice. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, good.
2: Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because if you, I love the poster. It's absolutely class. If you, mm. you see it, it's amazing. Um, I remember if it's
0: the one I'm thinking of. I remember with the dogs' faces. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's great. It's beautiful. But I, I remember, I remember when uh, that first came out as, and, and it was like a digital poster, wasn't it? And it had them all sneezing. Yes. Oh, you Yeah. Oh, yeah I that was that was brilliant with that. Camera. We were so hyped for that film when we saw that. Mm. Oh, we were, yeah. So good, yeah. Cool. Uh, right then, well, uh, that's the end of that, I guess. And um, I guess we'll move on. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Woody had a little something for us. I do, sports fans or film fans. <laughs> um,
2: I have, I've come up with a little game for us all to enjoy. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I thought it's been a hell of a long time since, well, since we've done one. And um, I don't know sometimes Clark he's brought it back with, you know, with a quiz and stuff, which is good. So, um, so I thought we'd mix it up and do a quick round of Who Am I? Oh,
0: Ooh, yeah. I
2: nice.
3: Yeah. Okay. So, blast a blast yeah. from the past. Okay. Oh, a
2: blast from the past. <laughs> um, and it'd be, it'd be interesting to see if your knowledge is still what it used to
3: be oh dear wait is it is it the same (laughs) one that we've answered before no no
2: don't be be silly (laughs) Uh, new actor I might have (laughs) repeated it but I've tried to do fresh people you you know
0: for one thing I'd be fucking surprised if he even still remembered the thing he did last time
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah what I've done is I've just gone through uh, I've got five for you so this could be this could be really embarrassing gone through wikipedia pages of these these actors and actresses um and i've tried to mix it up with sort of a few at the start of like the the background their personal life and then bring in the film so how many are there um, five
3: um i'm usually i'm usually so bad at this stuff
2: mm -hmm. well i can't remember because it's bloody so long since we did it (laughs) um but if you want to have like your own little buzzer to shout your name out and then we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) If if one of you gets an answer and it's incorrect, it gets moved on to someone else sort of thing. Okay. Um, Okay.
3: Once, once, once we've made our guess, is that us out?
2: Um, No, I reckon it'll go around. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're confident and then someone, else. yeah, so it's Mm. kind of a race against each other. Okay.
0: So you're going to talk and we can chime in whenever to say, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, someone stop me. Okay. All right. You okay. ready for the first one? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. I was born on April 3rd, 1924 in Ohana, Nebraska. Oh, Richie's gone in there no, early. No, 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 I'm joking. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> mm. I, I was a former actor and director with a career that spanned 60 years during which I won the Oscar for best actor twice. I am well regarded for my c- cultural influence on the 20th century film, and was also an activist for many causes, notably the civil rights movement and various Native American movements.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay.
2: <laughs> <Pep>. <laughs> oh oh. oh. on Pep. Martin Luther King. <laughs> <laughs> incorrect. Okay. <laughs> he's he's not an actor, is he? Oh, no.
1: I'm messing. I'm I'm messy with you. It was a good uh, guess. Right, okay. um, <laughs> it was a civil rights movement that went the <laughs> okay, okay, I'd
2: say that's not Pepster's. Not Pepster can have another girl then. Yeah, <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I'll move on to the next. Where was he born again? On. Sorry. Or oh, she. Uh... Nebraska.
3: Christ, Wait, have you said you haven't said he or she yet? Have
2: you? Um, I don't know if I had. Had you? Uh, they were born in Nebraska, then. Is it oh.
0: he or she? <laughs> I can't remember now. <laughs> oh, fuck.
2: Having studied with Stella Adler in the 1940s, I was credited with being one of the first actors to bring the method acting system to mainstream audiences. And I never knew that. It's quite interesting. Uh, I was known for my tum, tum, tumultuous, I hope that's the right word, personal life, and large number of partners and children. I was father to at least 11 children, three of whom were
0: adopted. Boris Johnson? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Still no found, one, though?
0: I have no fucking clue. Okay, well. 1922, 20,
1: 19, so that, that means they're... 24.
2: 24, I think. 24, yeah.
1: 1924,
2: so 98 or oh, 96. Well, no, noted how I said former. There's a clue. You said okay, what? Okay, so
1: the dead former. The deceased. Dis- oh, oh, okay. yeah. Right. Okay. But, um,
2: the the next two will be about films. So you, you this might open the game up a bit. here. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> I initially gained, I initially gained a claim, and an Academy Award nomination. For reprising the role of Stanley Kowalski in 1951 film uh, *A Streetcar Named Desire*, very famous film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I then won two Oscars for Best Actor for my performances in *On the Waterfront* and *The Godfather*.
0: Marlon Brando. Oh. Correct. Oh. <laughs> I, I was thinking when you said when you that. said *Streetcar Named Desire*, I was thinking Marlon Brando, but I wasn't yeah. sure. Oh yeah. yeah. The
2: last last bullet point I had was I I died in 2004, aged 80. So um, I didn't know that um, thing about
0: the him being a method actor though. So.
2: Oh no, I definitely knew he was a method actor because as I mentioned it a few times. um Some of the films that he's been like, I think at the start of his career he, what he was, but then by the end of it, he, he, right. Like i said, there about the tumultuous life, I think he had a few problems and he had. It was um, he, he just ballooned when he was older with his weight and stuff, and I think he had some health problems in the end. Yeah, um, and apparently because he was a bit of a, it was a bit of a knob, really, wasn't he on set? And he was quite horrible to be. Yeah, himself. I'd heard
0: something about that. Yeah,
2: and apparently when he was in Apocalypse Now, he, he's a right Dick. Apparently and he wanted like triple pay, triple pay of everyone, any other actor, and just turned up late. Didn't didn't even learn his lines for right. the film. And it was mm-hmm. all shot in Vietnam and stuff.
0: Um oh, but I didn't know that he was a, an activist either. No,
2: no, no. But I think when you got a career that spanned sixty years, you and like we are obviously
1: mm-hmm. on yeah,
2: the, totally the other like side of the sixty years, it's yeah you kind of forget about this sort of stuff. But no, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? I, yeah. I, I, was, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought I yeah. thought about Method acting. I wouldn't have thought that he would be one of the first people to do that at all. No. But but there you go. Mm-hmm. Right, so Richie gets that point then. Yay. Wait. I'm Milton Richie. Next one, are we ready?
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm an American
2: uh. I'm an American writer, retired actress, and former model. That's hard to believe, isn't it? Me, look at me. I have frequently appeared in comedies throughout my career, while also earning critical recognition in dramatic roles. My accolades include four global... Golden Globe nominations, uh, three Screen Screen Actors Guild Award nominations, and the New York Film Critics Award. No, no books just yet. In 2013, I was named the highest paid actress over over the age of 40 in Hollywood. As of 2018, the US domestic box office grossed my film's total over $3 billion. Mel Streep. Worldwide gross is surpassing 7 million. Uh, Joe's Joe's made a guess there. Mel Streep.
1: Incorrect.
2: Incorrect.
1: Okay.
2: Again, it's quite surprising that this person was one of the highest, well, beehives paid. Right. Um, Hmm. Okay. Mel Streep's incorrect, so I'll move on to the next point. I was born in San Diego, but raised in Long Beach. While still in high school, <laughs> while oh. still in high school, <laughs> while still in high school, I signed a modelling contract with Elite Model Management. I then made my film debut at the age of twenty-one, opposite Jim Carrey in the comedy, The Mask, released in
0: nineteen ninety-four. Oh fuck! Who was in that? That oh, shit!
3: <laughs> mm. I don't know. I retired from acting so many so many people are screaming at their podcast. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: I retired from acting in 2014 with my last role, yeah. film role, in the remake of Annie.
1: I oh, then I didn't went on it. to
2: No I, I think it was pretty bad. I then went on to publish two health books and invested in health and biotech startups.
0: I think I'm out what? on this one. I don't think I'm gonna get this. Right,
2: this is the last one, but you might get it now. You might get it now. There's one more clue here. I starred as Mary in the Farrelly Brothers comedy hit There's Something About Mary, which brought me increased fame and a Golden Globe nomination for Best Actress in a Comedy
3: or Musical. Fucking know. hell, this is a
0: poor <laughs> performance from us lot. Right, yeah. right, this is the last point. Basically here. just mentioned a bunch of films that I haven't seen, Apart <laughs> <above> from <laughs> the Mask, which I haven't seen yeah. since I was about 10. Exactly, yeah,
2: I've
3: seen it, but I can't bloody remember who was in
2: it. My following two projects, Sports Drama, Any Given Sunday, and Spike Jones's Surrealist Fantasy, Being John Malkovich, led me to a oh. reputation as a dramatic actress. The yeah, latter yeah, earning me that.
0: my second Golden Globe nomination. That one I have seen, but I have no idea who you're talking about.
3: Oh, I think I can picture her as well. Is it a brunette?
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not. Nice. Oh. I, oh, give you, I, right. I think. I can, give wait, you, can I? Can I? Is
1: it Helen yeah. Mirren?
2: Incorrect. Shit. We're wow. well out. We're well out with the ages here, chaps. Oh, we, when was she born? Oh, what was? How well,
0: was she? Was, I
1: don't think I what he said, but. I, I was going older because obviously said uh, highest paid actor o- actress over forty. I was just trying to think of who that was in, in being John Malkovich,
0: months. but now, I think I'm thinking, I think... I'm, now I'm thinking I'm mixing that up with that red film that John. I
3: Markovich
0: think you was did. In. I think yeah, you did yeah. say her age. Oh no, sorry, you said, I think you said the
2: date of birth. No, I don't. I did not. Okay. I have
0: no idea who it is.
2: Well, I, I'll give you one last clue. But I didn't write down, but. I trying to avoid because I didn't want to pick like obvious films, yeah, yeah, but I can tell you that she voiced it's going to be, it's gonna to have to be quick miss she she voiced Fiona in Shrek, oh Cameron what? Diaz, what? fuck Cameron Diaz, yes, the owner. Fiona. fiona Fiona fiona. <laughs> oh Christ, wow, I, right, I don't even remember yeah. her in being
0: but John Malkovich. I, only oh, only I watched I that. I only watched that like a year ago. Oh actually, no, I do. I do, yeah. Well, okay. she got a she got a Golden Globe nomination for it.
2: Christ. Great <laughs> film.
1: 2014. Love,
2: love film. Yeah, I didn't know that either, to be honest. I thought she was still going. Yeah, um, I did. Hmm. Mm. And to be the highest paid actress over 40. Yeah. Three billion dollars. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: Why didn't you say tell you, um, what, you threw me with that, opposite... <laughs> with that comment you made about her being a model that like you wouldn't think of it as looking at her now? I don't think I've no. seen her, in, I don't think I've seen her in a few years. But, uh, well, didn't, why sure didn't you right say, now.
3: um, start
0: opposite Jack
3: Black in that romantic comedy, The Holiday? <laughs> well, that's why I, I was
2: trying to avoid like the obvious films
0: that wouldn't have been obvious to me, yeah.
3: I would have not.
2: I've, nah. Holiday's a famous, pretty famous Christmas film, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't,
0: cool. I haven't seen it.
3: I haven't seen it. Hmm. But I've not seen yeah.
2: it already. It's a rom-com, so <laughs> I've I, I watched five minutes and turn it off. So, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, not for me. not for me. Well, not, not
3: for me. Uh, this is very shocking so far from from us. So, well, it's two nil to two nil to Richie.
2: Yeah, two 0 yeah. to Richie. Good
3: job. And
2: if he gets this one, it's, it's game over. So you two better step it up. Yeah, but it only, only, it? T- it only took me all day to do this. so Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It only
2: really took you all day. <laughs> um, Right. Should we move on to the next one then? The third yeah, one. Let's,
0: let's okay. do it. Here we go. All right, come on. Thinking caps on, lads. Thinking
2: caps on. I was born on July 26, 1964. and um, an American-German actress, producer, and
3: philanthropist.
2: Philanthropist. What's that What it's so... That's easy for me to say. Philanthropist. Mm. There you
0: go. Uh, Sorry, just say the rest of that again. German, what? American-born...
2: American-German actress, producer, and philanthropist. Right, okay. (laughs) Philanthropist. (laughs) I was the highest-paid actress in the world in 2010, and again in 2014. Hmm. Jesus! Yeah. yeah. In 2015, I was chosen as people's most beautiful woman and was included in Times 100 most influential people in the world. In 2010, I have been a recipient of se- several accolades, including an Academy Award and the
0: Golden Globe Award. I'm ready to make a guess. I think. Go on, then. I'm not I'm not sure about it. Jennifer Aniston. Incorrect. Shit. Oh.
3: Ge- American born Jew. Oh yeah, <laughs> shit, fuck!
0: I forgot about that. That part of it. But that's what I, that's what I'm thinking of. Who's okay. American.
3: Yeah.
2: Right, I'll move on to the next, next clue. Born I'm daughter, in 64. Mm. 64, July of 26. There you go. I'm the daughter of Helga Mayer, an opera singer from Germany. Helpful. And John... <laughs> and, and John mm. can't say his last name because it's the person's last name. Oh, John, yeah. John,
0: mm.
2: <laughs> an army employee and part-time voice coach from Alabama.
0: Oh. Mm.
2: In December two thousand, I was involved in a private jet crash on a runway, from which, which me and the two crew escaped uninjured. Oh. The pilots were unable to activate the r- runway lights during a night landing, due to the use of out-of-date approach plates.
3: Oh yeah! Fucking
2: hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Those are obscure clues.
3: <laughs> Wait, so the fact that her her dad's from Alabama is she? She is southern. She got a country accent.
0: Are we allowed to ask questions like this?
3: You can. No. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Fine. Um,
3: okay.
2: I wouldn't say no. I wouldn't say so. No.
3: So she's not sort of hmm. right. Okay. I
2: might. I might. There might be Yanks now screaming at me, saying, "What the hell, are you on about?" But, um, <laughs> to me, no, it doesn't sound like. A, who do you think? So, who
0: do you think's listening to this? Well, who
2: knows <laughs> uh, there's loads of Yanks listening. Where's Anderson? Where's Anderson fans all that time? <laughs> So we're still no closer, but um, we're getting on oh, to some, film, is... some of the film clues now, so it might open it up for you. I hope so. This is embarrassing. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> After making my acting debut with a minor role in the thriller Hangman, I received early attention for supporting work in the action film Demolition Man, uh, released in 1993. My breakthrough role came the following year in action thriller Speed, alongside Keanu Reeves. Oh, I know it
0: is. Fuck.
2: You can't answer. I know. You can't answer some. I know. I've not even seen I've not seen
0: that.
2: Well, the next one, Jack, you have seen, so you, you might be in with a chance. Okay. I was awarded the Academy Award for Best Actress and the Golden Globe Award for Best Actress. Best Actress in a Drama for portraying Lee and Toy Tuhoi in the biographical drama The Blind Side. Released in
3: 2009.
2: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Go on, then. Is that, do you want to go and guess?
0: <laughs> Who is it? Is it is it Sandra Bullock? It mm.
3: is Sandra Bullock. Oh, that's correct.
0: Yeah. I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have jumped in there so early.
3: No. I didn't know she was American-German. No. Um, yeah. I don't think
2: I I've had that, that before. I'm in there because it's not obvious, is it? Like, you can tell her her accent. I but know, I would... Well, I
3: would, mm, I would... I would say she's got a pretty strong Southern accent. Would you? I'm not say that strong. I yeah, I wouldn't say it's strong. Well, I guess not like, it's not, okay, yeah, maybe not. Howdy,
2: you do it y'all. Say it's like, Yeah, it's not like that, is it? i like Sandra Bullock, <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the
3: um, country. But,
2: yeah, the last clue I had was, um, that the, the second nomination she got for an Academy Award was, um, for Gravity. Mm, oh my God. <laughs> uh, yeah. Christ knows how she got that. Um, and probably wouldn't. You probably you you would have got got it after that, wouldn't you? Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Right, let's crack on.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we we'll, so the scores are at two to one to Richie in Richie's favour. Chat with the one. Cool. That's Sandra Bullock, and Pepster's yet to score. So we've got we've got two more left, chaps. All right. All right. It, I was born. Oh what? No, sorry, we have had to say something. I was born on December 28th, 1954 and I'm an American actor, director and producer. I've received two Golden Globe awards, one Tony award for my theater work and two Academy awards. I'm widely regarded as one of the greatest actors of the generation and considered and I'm considered an American cultural icon in a career spanning more
0: than 50 years. I'll give it a bit. I don't want to come too early. Mm.
3: Yeah, I've got I've got a guess, but I'll be wise and save it.
0: Now that you've said that, actually, you've save put me off my guess.
3: Game. Yeah. Was, last last, last mm. thing
0: you said, just put me off.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: All right.
2: Well, this might help you, or it might not, this next one. I am a devout Christian who reads Bible daily and have considered becoming a preacher. I've been quoted as saying, I've had an opportunity to play great men and through their words to preach. I take what talent I've been given seriously and I want to use it for good. I'm guessing...
3: From mm. that, that did not help me. No. Well, I've learned something when I eventually know who it is, at least. Yeah.
0: I, 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 think no, I have an idea in my head who it might be, but I'm not certain, so keep going.
3: No, my idea has oh, been... been
0: been and gone now, I think. <laughs>
2: mm. All right. I'll move on to the next point then. <sighs> I've received much critical acclaim for my film work since the 1980s, including my portrayals of real-life figures such as South, South African anti-apartheid activist Steve Bicko in Cry Freedom and boxer Rubin Hurricane Carter in The Hurricane, released in 1999.
0: Never heard of either of those. <laughs>
2: Well, there's one obvious one that he also did, but I'm not, I've left off that list. Right,
0: I'm just going to guess. I, I'm going to guess Tom Hanks.
2: Incorrect.
0: Fuck. Very silly and naughty.
2: <laughs> right, we're ready for the next point. In yeah. 2002, yeah. I made my directorial debut with the biographical film Antoine Fisher. <laughs> I
0: well, love this. Yeah. The next two right.
2: clues will we'll open it up a bit, I think. I think Pep's, Pep's there, you're gonna have to be quick here, because I think
0: Oh great. Okay. <laughs>
2: I've got a f oh,
1: I've got uh, I don't wanna go I have got I've got someone in my head.
0: on, Joe, guess early, like I do. It always works out Should really I? well.
1: I won't be worried Pep because I'm I've
3: not even got a name in mind. Right, okay, oh. carry on, Henry. Mm.
2: Okay then, okay. My first feature film, Fences, in which I also starred, was nominated for the bing, 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 bing 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 oh, no, Bing twenty sixteen.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh uh, see. Go on. Mr Is it Mr. Denzel Washington? It sure is,
2: boy. <laughs> uh. Denzel. Very good. Christ Very
3: good. Christ the, uh, uh, yeah. the d- I forgot about the delay, and that made me uh, get a bit sweaty
0: though. Oh no! I went with the white one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, the, Pester, would the you real life.
1: That? I wouldn't have got that. No, I was going to go for Brad Pitt. No.
2: Mm. Okay. The the last clue I had was that he won the Best Actor Oscar uh, for another film, at Jack um for Training Day.
3: 2002.
2: <laughs> oh, what a film. Yeah. I've, I've, not, I've got it in my collection. I've never got around to watch it. It's on Netflix now as well. I need to watch it. Ethan Hawke. Yeah, I well, love that film. Ethan Hawke, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Um, and then the, the real life person that I missed out was uh, Malcolm X. He played Malcolm yeah. X. Ah. The, famous, the famous Malcolm X film. Um, mm. Right, so it's 2 2, then. Going into oh, the shit.
0: last question. Right, so you're out, Joe.
2: Joe's out. Yeah.
0: If
1: you get no, it Joe right, still...
2: I've not, yeah. I haven't got a backup, so you better not do. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't Henry, what are the chances of me getting it right? Well, <laughs>
2: I, to be honest, I think there is a chance, because
1: All right, you know, okay. you'll, you'll know this
2: guy.
0: definitely. Right, here we go. All
3: uh, right, okay. Oh, no, it's that Broderick guy, isn't it? Matthew
2: if Broderick. If it does come to a I'll <laughs> <to> find him. <laughs> Alright. I was born on 8th of May, 1984, and I'm a Scottish actor and former professional
0: footballer. Oh, fuck.
2: As a promise, Oh, shit, sorry, it's just gone off.
1: Mm.
2: As a promising young footballer, I was on the books of Aberdeen as a a teenager and after leaving school, signed for local professional team Greenock Morton and made two first team appearances in the 2001-2002 season. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. (laughs) Having never acted before, I successfully auditioned for lead role in Ken Loach's Sweet 16, which has been filmed locally. The film's success at the Cannes Film Festival gave me instant celebrity status in Scotland. Mm. I've never seen that one. I like Ken. No, right no. I've never seen that one?
3: Yeah, I'll have to add that to
2: no, the watch list. No idea so far?
3: Oh. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm struggling.
2: I had a regular role in the BBC TV drama series Monarch of the Glen, and then appeared in three films, including A Guide to Re- Recognising Your Saints, alongside Robert Downey Jr. Never heard of that either.
3: Never heard of any.
0: <laughs> a lot of films I've never heard of coming up in this quiz. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm trying to steer away from... Yeah, I
3: think he's, del- he's deliberately picking the... Uh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, I yeah. I do love you picking obscure ones.
2: I appeared in the lead role in The Wee Man, directed by Ray Burdis, a film depicting the life of Glasgow gangster Paul Ferris. <laughs> No. Right oh, yeah. this is where I want you to step I want you to step in now, son.
1: Okay.
2: Right. Go on. The following year in two thousand and twelve, I starred in, in a lead role of Detective Sergeant Steve Arnott, the detective of ah, Lutheran, yeah, 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 yeah. the BBC police drama, line of duty. Uh, Do you, you want me on? to say
1: it? No. It's go on. Martin Martin Crom- Crompton, is it? Is that his last name?
2: Compton. Compton.
1: Compton.
0: Pompston. Compton.
1: Yeah. Compton. Compton. <laughs> Compton. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's it. Who the bloody really hell is that when you're at home?
1: Boom. What? Thank you, buddy.
0: Never heard oh, of it. Oh,
3: Richie, I thought I thought you were saying that as if you wanted to get in there and because
0: you knew it. No, I just wanted to get. You the know answer. what? I just
1: I, did, I, I, th- I thought. I thought You know, when you started talking about the football at the very beginning, I had because I think he's played in soccer aid. Last time, mm. or at some point, and I has, remember yeah, seeing some sort of documentary. Software, I think, and he was he was like a sort of semi-pro footballer, um, or whatever mm. back in the day. So I did when you started talking about that, I thought, oh yeah, no, maybe it's him. But hey, as
3: soon as as soon as you said footballer, I instantly thought of uh, of Vinnie Jones. But obviously, he's not Scottish, so
0: that, um... As Soon as you well, said footballer, wanted, right, I, I gave up with able to, to get it. it. But... <laughs> Right, well, no winners in that game. Yeah, but thank you for putting to 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 it
2: together.
0: If you can do yeah. a, a quick one off the top of your head, or find it, find it. Off the yeah, system. I might be able to. If you yeah. got all this information no, off, off, off the top the, of your head,
3: yeah, I, I can do it. No, top of your head. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, I'm not doing a split screen or anything. I'm just
3: just, yeah, just <laughs> racking, it, racking it off as a goal Do it using facts that you know already about them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I,
2: th- I think I've got one, lads. Okay, here we go. The tiebreaker.
3: What if Joe gets this I one? I was born.
2: in know, Jack. Damn. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, Pepster. Pepster, please don't get this. <laughs>
1: I, I, I try not to. <laughs> right.
2: I was born on. <laughs> I was born on June twenty second, nineteen forty nine. And I'm often described as one of the best actors of a generation.
3: Again, uh, crash, they, they all are.
2: There are a lot of good actors of this generation,
0: are <laughs> <isn't there?
2: laughs> I am particularly known for my versatile versatility and accents and nominated for a record 21 Academy Awards. winning three. Mm. Winning three of a 21. Okay. Um. Other than that, I've received a record 32 Golden Globe nominations, winning
3: eight. Oh, I've got a guess. Oh, fucking it oh. oh. Yeah, I think it's, no, I think it's, a, no, I'm not going <laughs> to, carry on, please. Am I allowed to ask a question?
2: Yes, of course you are. You just did. Is
3: this person, <laughs> and what's your second is this, question? Yeah. Is, this, is this person deceased?
2: No, they are very much alive and well.
3: Oh, that's not who I think it is.
2: I made my stage debut in Trelawney of the Wells and received a Tony Award nomination. The following year, I made my film debut in 1977's Julia. (laughs)
3: This is going well.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress for playing a troubled wife in Kramer vs. Kramer in 1979. Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep is correct. Yeah. Uh, oh,
3: I've not. Well, I've not. i not seen Kramer versus Kramer. I need right.
0: To see well, that Jack. Thing. Yeah, Jack. If you watch Kramer versus Kramer, that will change your mind on Meryl Streep. I think.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: Brilliant okay. brilliant. I. I wasn't as keen on that as Richie was, but. Um, oh, okay. Her performance was brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh it
3: brilliant. damn it! Well, well done, Richie. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you, you got you, it instead buddy. of pets. To be honest,
0: <laughs> I, I graciously accept this prize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the prize of whatever it is. What do I win? What do I win? Pride.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Pride. Yeah.
1: All right. Pride. Bragging rights. Thanks. See you on the quiz.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. No, that was very good, Woody. Thanks for that. Yeah. That's thank right. you. Yeah. Um, Good good to have a bit of a bit of fun like that for you games and gaffs. Yeah, nice. we should
3: probably introduce we should probably do more things like that just to break it up a bit. Yeah. Um but right yeah. especially you know yeah. Oh, I'll tell you I'll tell you a great one we could do. Um and we've done this before as well, but this was one of my one of my personal favorites. Richie, do you remember when you used to play the start of trailers?
0: Trailers, yeah, I thought you were gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> that was so
3: fun that. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, that was good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how well, that would, how well that would come up, do over Zoom. Or... Yeah, I'm I was going to say it might be difficult. But you,
3: might be bit... but you always did it. You always chose films that we'd reviewed, which sort of made it more fun.
0: Yeah. Okay, then. All right, nice. Um, well, yeah, thanks again for that, Woody. And um, yeah, are we... That's all right. Are we leaving it there for this episode then?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite a
0: long yeah. one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, have you got something you want to talk about?
3: Mm-hmm. No, no. I thought maybe we could have brought up the deer hunter, but I don't think I don't think he's oh, yeah. doing it justice. Well, I don't think I'd, if we're going to talk about it, I, I don't think a quick mention is really. I'd rather do it justice and maybe do it next week or something. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. Yeah, we'll leave it. Um, Remember about it though, Jack.
2: I've, yeah, mm. I've got something else to talk about, but again, probably worth a bit of a longer discussion. So.
0: Yeah. Okay. What, what to do then? Do- what is what
3: is it, something you've seen? No,
0: no, okay, it's, it's just something two. he's not seen.
3: <laughs> <laughs> season, <laughs>
2: season two of Afterlife. Oh.
1: Okay. oh, I need to watch that. I need to watch the first season. Okay,
2: uh, is, it, is it just me? You've seen it, man. Uh, I've can, seen we, it. can we
1: can t- we can we talk about? Okay, right. Creepy? Well, let's save it
2: for
3: another. Let's see yeah next time. Can we talk about how okay. creepy is that? Zach Braff's going out with Florence
0: Pugh. <laughs> 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 Did you say Zach Braff? Is that br- what's he called, Brath? Braff, Braff <laughs> yeah. yeah, Braff.
3: yeah, yeah. I, d- I just, re- I don't know why that suddenly came to me, but I remembered we had a chat on the messenger, and that is so creepy, isn't it? <laughs> it right, just, anyway. Jack. Well, yeah, what six months, eh? <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, then. Well, um, probably a good point to wrap up then.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, then I guess we'll just move on to say that you can email us at, at yahoo.co.uk if you want. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at filmnights underscore and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher or any other podcast that you found us on. Other than that, unless anybody has anything else they'd like to say.
3: Well, I'll just leave a little tease for our listeners. Uh, stay tuned because over the next few weeks, we've got some guest stars hoping to join us. Yeah, baby, <laughs> Um, so, some of whom you've heard from before and we've even got some brand new guests, so we're looking forward to that.
0: Alright, um, yeah, nice.
3: Just we'll I'd leave a little teaser in there. We'll sort them out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so look yeah, forward to that. Done. Uh, right. Well, if that's everything, then I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.